Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. It's so easy. Good night, yeah. Hey, ha! Boy, I'm in awe. I'm in awe. Okay, I take bear here. Okay, I take bear here. Give me a yaku here. Let me tell them how the tingles. Ha! How the tingles. Okay, ha! Okay. Shabby Mecca Tamua. Say my Kina go join God. Ha! You want to bamba? You wanna cheat with the big boys? Now you the wrong kitty kitty, you the wrong get a get a drop, we drink with a drop cup. Ha! Hey! Shall you see how the tingles? Hey, 
soccer show. Time creates your life. You never know what happens tomorrow. With Rowan Hendrix. But now, you in charge by time. Hashtag, Hashtag making good choices. www.rh7soccershow.co.za Barcelona picked up an emphatic victory in El Clásico at the Santiago Bernabéu as they defeated Los Blancos by four goals to nil. Real Madrid coming into the game looking to extend their lead at the top of the table and Barcelona looking to extend their undefeated streak in La Liga. Real Madrid wearing a kit to celebrate their 120th anniversary all in black for the occasion. Barcelona playing in their third strip for this matchup at the Bernabeu. Fede Valverde had the first chance of the game for the home side, playing as a false number nine in the absence of the injured Karim Benzema. Aubameyang was the striker at the other end for Barcelona, and he was denied with this early save from Thibaut Courtois. Dembele found a lot of space down the right-hand side, one-on-one -on -one against Nacho, who was replacing the injured Furlon Mendy, and he would set up Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang half an hour into the game for the opening goal. Very good run down to the byline to beat Real Madrid's captain and left-back on the night, Nacho Fernández. Vinny Jr. had a chance to make it 1-1 a few minutes later on the counter-attack and went down asking for a penalty, but in fact, the Brazilian would trip over with the ball just in front of Ter Stegen and no penalty was given for Los Blancos. A few minutes later, Ronald Araujo would head home a corner sent in by Usman Dembele and the Catalans would go into half-time 2-0 up at the Santiago Bernabéu. In the first minutes of the second half, Ferran Torres, one-on-one -on -one against Courtois, had a chance to make it three, but could only put the shot wide. Luckily for him, the, in the next minute of the game, Aubameyang, with his assist on the night, would backheel the pass to Ferran Torres, and from there, the former Valencia winger would not miss, making it 3-0 for the Catalans. Aubameyang, who had scored the first, would set up the third for Barcelona, and he would, in fact, score the fourth and his second on the night, after a good layoff from Ferran Torres, albeit initially the flag for offside was lifted up. Goal, in fact, would stand as Alaba was playing Ferran Torres onside, and the brilliant finish from Aubameyang stood, and it was 4 0 for Barcelona, only seven minutes into the second period. Dembele was brought down in the box later on in the half. No penalty was given, it would have been probably a soft decision, but the Frenchman could only put his shot wide of the goal. The final score in El Clásico. Real Madrid nil, Barcelona four at the Santiago Bernabéu.
this night, won't it? But there's gonna be brighter days, brighter days. I'll keep you lifted when you're losing faith. There's gonna be brighter days, brighter days. Though it seems distant, know the world will change to brighter days. Good morning, welcome back to this the morning motivation. I have you Monday to Friday, six AM to six forty-five. It's a Monday, the twenty-first of March, twenty twenty-two. Broadcasting all the way from Limpopo, a province in South Africa. And as you heard, Barcelona last night winning the El Clasico four-zero. It could have been more, in my opinion, and uh, in some opinions of the guests that I will have on the show uh, today, the ESPN FC studio guys. And also, Pierre Emrick Obama uh, will be chatting and giving his view on the game, as well as uh, the coach and manager of Football Club Barcelona, Savi. What a game it was! And uh, I just played you some of the highlights of the goals that were scored. Beautiful. Seems like Barcelona is back, and uh, what a way to welcome Savi back to the El Clasico, a match in which he has been playing for so many years for Barcelona and now currently the manager of the football club Barcelona. Hope you'll enjoy this morning's uh, motivation with me. It's proudly powered by Ayat Radio. As I say, it's uh, always syndicated all the way in New York City and around the world as in South Africa and many other cities and countries as well. So yeah, before we kick off with the comments from different people, I uh, just want to play some motivation to get inspired as this is why the show is there. So, live your life that the fear of death can never enter your heart. Trouble no one for their religion. Respect others in their view. And demand that they respect yours too. Love your life. Perfect your life. Beautify all things in your life. Seek to make your life long and its purpose in the service of your people. Prepare a noble death song for the day when you pass over the great divide. Always give a word or a sign of salute when meeting or passing a friend even a stranger, when in a lonely place. Show respect to all people and grovel to none. When you arise in the morning, give thanks for food and the joy of living. If you see no reason to give thanks, 
the blame lies only on yourself. Abuse no one and no thing, for abuse turns the wise into fools and robs the spirit of its vision. When it comes your time to die, be not like those whose hearts are filled with the fear of death, so that when their time comes, they weep and pray for a little more time to live their lives over again in a different way. Sing your death song and die like a hero going home. Chubby, you said yesterday that you've got good memories of coming to the Santiago Bernabeu and, and Clásicos that you played in. How does tonight compare, in particular because of the responsibility that you carry as a coach? Well, I'm very happy because we played really well, yes. Uh, it's, it's remembered today uh, many games a uh, long time ago, but uh, we played amazing, amazing game. We did really well. Uh, we understood... Uh, really well how to attack, how to defend. Uh, we play an amazing, amazing game, performance, outstanding performance in defense, in attack, uh, with concentration, with solidarity in defense. And we could have scored much, much more goals, I think. Uh, we deserve much more goals, to be honest. So, but I'm very happy. I think it's the moment to, to enjoy all the, uh, the supporters, all the fans. It's a very good moment for us. Of course, just three points. That it's, it's the pit is not a final. But maybe it means that uh, we, we came back today, maybe. That's very significant, as you say. It's just three points. And in terms of the <coughs> league title, it's probably too late because of the distance that Real Madrid have. But psychologically, emotionally, in terms of reinforcing the idea, this is massive for you, isn't it? Yes, maybe. Yeah, we are, we are uh, very far to, to win the, 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 the competition, the Liga. But OK, we need to... To believe we need to continue keep going like that uh, this is the way uh, we show everybody that we we are coming back today we play an amazing game and this is the way we need to continue now a good rest uh, two weeks but we need to to finish the, the season very well and I'm, I'm very proud of the of the players today it's a it's a very good moment for for enjoying all the, the supporters for, for Barca I know you're a man who's very committed to your style of play, very committed to, to the way that Barcelona have always played and, and really believes in it. But did tonight surprise you, despite that commitment to this idea, how good it was? No, no, it, it, it's not a surprise. Of course, we are training really well. All the, all the players, everybody understood that uh, if everybody ran for the team, if everybody uh, sacrificed for the team, but uh, it, it can happen. So very proud, very proud. The players ran a lot work a lot and they are very good players so yes uh, I'm, I'm really happy today 
And right now, now what? You go back to Barcelona. Is this is this a night to celebrate, or is it a night just to kind of relax and calm everybody down, or is it impossible to calm everyone down? <laughs> no, no, celebrate, celebrate. <laughs> we are not we are not winning many titles in the in the past uh, right now, so it's the moment to celebrate. Of course, of course, everybody. Fantastic! Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. So you, thank you. you got a bit nervous on that goal, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, a bit. <laughs> a bit. I mean, I was sure that I was not offside. Uh, I was just nervous because the ball went like quite high, and I was scared that it touched the the, the, the post. But at the end, it was a, a great goal. It's a, an extraordinary night. Can you try and explain to us what it's like in the dressing room? What the reaction's been like from the players? How, how you all feel? Yeah, we, we feel great for tonight. I think. Uh, uh, we arrived in the dressing room right now. Everyone was uh, screaming and shouting because we are happy. You know, it's always special to come over here and uh, and win. We know it's not easy to come over here and uh, and win the game, but we did it. I think it was important to come with confidence and uh, keep playing as uh, we did since a few games. And uh, this is what we did tonight. One of the things that Xavi keeps talking about is the identity, the way of playing, very much a Barcelona style. Mm -hmm. And in theory, it's a style that's so different to other clubs that it can be difficult to adapt. So why hasn't it been difficult to adapt for you? Why, why do you seem to have found this so easy? <laughs> I think uh, I worked I worked a lot uh, all through my career and I experienced a few clubs. So I think uh, this helps a lot. But as well, I think when you play with uh, players like uh, our players, I think it's uh, even more easy. To, to come over here and, and play but as I said I, I worked a lot to be to be at the level and uh, yeah I'm just happy and uh, hopefully I can keep going Xavi described this just now when we were talking to him as, as a historic night this is a guy that's been here and won 6-2 it's a guy that's beaten Real Madrid 5-0 and he's now referring to a performance from this team which is a young team and an emerging team as being on that kind of level how do, how do you respond to that? Yeah I think uh yeah, he's right. I think it's the beginning of a, of a new era for, for, for Barca and I think this is, a, this is great for the club. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can keep going like this. You've been here since January. You've yes. already got seven goals just in La Liga. <laughs> I know obviously you came confident. You came feeling that if you got time and the opportunities, you would perform well. But have you been a bit surprised with just how good this has gone for you? <laughs> uh, to tell the truth, uh, I was expecting to, to, to do something good. But, but definitely is going even even better uh, than I expect. But yeah, I'm just I'm just happy. And uh, but yeah, as I said, uh, we work for this. So yeah. Tell me, the last one just before we finish. And tell me about the the, the assist, the little flick. Yeah. Is that something that comes naturally? Is it something that's been prepared? Is it something that that suggests that you're actually enjoying it on the pitch? Yeah, definitely. I'm enjoying a lot uh, uh, playing with players and. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a team player, so uh, I, I hear uh, Ferran, uh, he called me and uh, I said, OK, I think he's alone. And I was sure he was alone. At the beginning, I was uh, going to shoot. Mm -hmm. But when I hear him, I'm, I'm saying, OK, I think he's better placed than me. So I will I will give him. So, yeah, we, we, we enjoyed a lot uh, tonight playing uh, playing this game. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Gas in the final half an hour. You felt they wanted to. They could have scored a lot more. Uh, they take all three points, which, of course, big picture is good for them regarding the place for the Champions League. Uh, they are four clear of Real Betis. Uh, Real Madrid still nine points clear at the top of the table. Sevilla dropping points once again. Today could only manage a goalless draw. So where does this victory line up in the history of big victories for Barca against Real Madrid in the past? 
5 0 and back in 1974. 2009, do you remember that? 6 2. 1926. Um, I don't know if you remember that one in the Copperdale no, Ray. I wasn't around there. Uh, you can see La Liga there, 4-0, along with November in 2015. Well, let's get some reaction. Pitch side then, shall we? Casey, Casey Callow's there, Alexis Nunes, and I imagine a very happy Luis Garcia as well. <laughs> yes, Dan, he indeed is very, very happy. We were just behind the goal, so as usual, his celebrations had to be very, very muffled. But he did have a little Rafa Nadal fist pump, a little vamos here and there. Luis, you really couldn't have asked for better from your former club. No, not at all. I think he's a fantastic uh, full team performance. I think we cannot point one player or the other because I think they've been all very, very good. I think from the, the, the line at the back, Eddie Garcia, Piquet, they've been fantastic. Try to close it up every single time, not allowing the players of Real Madrid getting any chance. Midfield is has been great at uh, dominating the, every single moment of the, of the game. Just trying to have patience in the beginning because they knew they will have uh, spaces and they will find the, the right moment to, to attack. And up front, well, you've seen uh, Dembele. We talked about him uh, a lot. Uh, Aubameyang has been clinical. Even he had, could have scored a couple of more goals. And Ferran Torres, even though that once again he missed that mm -hmm. uh, couple of chances, uh, finally he got the goal. So I think it's been a, a fantastic performance overall. Well, we just saw some footage of the Barcelona fans. They are still here very much <laughs> at the top and still full of song and full of voice. The police have told them that they will tell them when it is safe for them indeed to leave the Santiago Bernabeu. But I don't think they're going to mind hanging around for a bit longer. And Casey, we kept saying it through the game too. What a difference a couple of months makes, a new manager makes, a club legend makes, and some pretty, I suppose, good business in the January transfer window makes because this looks like a completely different Barcelona from the last Clasico. Absolutely different team. And the way they approached it. I mean, there was, a, there was that little bit in probably the first five, ten minutes where Real Madrid had a couple chances. Ter Stegen makes a nice, smart save down to his left. And then from that point on, it was just one-way traffic. And it really was a matter of, of how many, not, not if Barcelona was going to win or not. We, we were expecting a, a, a response from Real Madrid in the second half. And that response goes away as soon as that third goal goes in. And at that point, you, we, we were, you know, uh, uh, almost touching distance to yep. Coachois. And the body language and the disappointment and, and just the disbelief of, of what was coming, you know, his way. Uh, and you got to give Xavi just absolute yep. ton of credit for the way he's just transformed this side in such a short period of time. We knew the financials were an issue. Whatever they did in that transfer window and to get the players playing the way they have, uh, Barcelona has to be extremely proud of, of where they're going. And, you know, Dan said it when he was reading the highlights that uh, 4-0 almost flatters uh, Real Madrid a little bit because we were saying we're not safe for Courtois. It could have been a lot yeah. uglier in this score, couldn't it have, Luis? Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, Casey was mentioning, as soon as we have a seat behind the goal of uh, Courtois, Yes, I think it was 30 seconds, 40 seconds. Yep. We saw just Ferran Torres just flying yep. to face. I mean, that could have been another one. The first time, another couple. Aubameyang had two more chances. So at the end, it could have been 5-6-0. And it could have been even more embarrassing. As, as well the as the couple nice saves that Koto made yeah, in the yeah, first yeah, half. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it truly could have been a, a seven or eight humiliation. It definitely could. The Real Madrid fans, they're leaving the Santiago Bernabeu in a very unhappy state. They actually uh, started leaving from earlier on in the second half, which is something you definitely don't see often. But I think they were resigned to the fact that they didn't really see that fight. They didn't really see that fight back or that quality that they needed to come back against Barcelona. And speaking of fight, um, in a couple of 
press conferences and flashes that I've had with Xavi, um, I've spoken to him about the fight of this Barcelona team ever since he came. And he said, look, if at the end of the season they remember me for one thing, I hope it's that fight. But you do need a bit more. You need an identity. Have we started seeing probably what this Xavi identity is going to be for this new look Barcelona? I think so. I mean, uh, I, I think that uh, Xavi, from the first game that he played, he showed that he wanted that very intense team, a lot of work, a lot of runs, a lot of movement, uh, pace on the ball. The ball has to be flying one side to the other side to try to find uh, the players on the wide areas. They are the one who can uh, unbalance uh, any kind of team. And you've seen today the Mbele of Ferran Torres or Adama when he's had the chance. And you could see it from the first minute. Now, of course, they've been working for quite a while. They got the result. They got the confidence to do the things. And you can see that there is less mistakes, a lot better at the back. Everybody knows what he has to do. Even we've seen Dani Alves playing as a holding midfielder for quite a few minutes. So that means that everybody knows what they have to do. And, well, it's a joy to watch. But we also talked about a Real Madrid midfield that couldn't get the ball back. They, they couldn't get close enough to get the ball back. And it, it, it almost... It, it was almost embarrassing for a little bit how comfortable it was in a yeah. Barcelona midfield that was under unbelievable criticism just a couple months ago to be able to be in that big a control against the side that is going to win the league and mm. is going to win it fairly comfortably. Mm. Again, whatever Xavi's done, if he keeps doing it, we, we, we could be seeing a side now in, in a couple years if they can get the finances right, get a few more little transfer things right, get a few more of those kids coming through to get more and more comfortable in the side. Uh, the Barcelona fans have to be pretty excited from what they're seeing. Well, speaking of the Barcelona. Every single dude that I, that I knew that was about it, about it, in business, they were disciplined. Right? Discipline. Now, this one right here is spooky because I met a lot of men who were very successful financially, and they thought because they had money, they didn't have to be disciplined, and they end up losing everything. They end up losing everything. They weren't disciplined. Right? They became alcoholics. Right? Um, sex addicts. Right? Um, didn't move with integrity. That's the one thing, man, I love about, man, y'all, man, for real, I'm telling y'all, y'all got to get with the right crew. Y'all, When y'all hear Maul talk about getting up and working out, it don't got nothing, man, I promise y'all, it don't have nothing to do with, like, I ain't following no man because he got muscles. I'm following Maul because he got muscles that come from discipline. Like, I promise you, you call Maul, like, yo, Maul, the podcast, you heard the podcast, yo, Maul, we want you to go see this, they try to, you know what I'm saying? Get Maul to see his billboard that's out there. Trying to trick Maul. Maul like, I can't do it. They're like, we need you to come right now. He's like, this is my workout time. Whatever you're trying to show me, work out. I got to work out. I'm trying to get on this scale and be the same, high, the same uh, weight I was when I was coming out of college. That's discipline. I was like, you on a scale when? He's like, every day I was like, that's my, that's my problem. I ain't been on a scale. I ain't been on a scale about five years. I'm just guessing. I'm, I'm uh, 189. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, I feel 189. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The way my pants fit. 189. All right, let's go. Here's where me and my wife get into it. So my wife was like, first she said, you know, um, you need more structure. I was like, in my company, I, was like, I don't need no more structure. Structure ain't the problem. I'm going to show you a whole bunch of structure. I said, I got it, sweetheart. I'm not willing to make the adjustment 
but I don't run the type of company where I want to get up every day and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? See, like I don't want to get up every day and be nobody boss. Does that make sense? Like I don't want to get up and micromanage nobody, right? So the challenge is at some point, you're going to have to learn to be disciplined. You're going to have to learn if you say you're going to wake up at eight o'clock, you're going to get up at eight o'clock, no matter how you feel. Like you got to be disciplined and to get to the next level of success, you can't just have energy when you got energy. I want to make sure y'all catch that. If you're running a business and it's 365, then 365, you got, you got to wake up every day and you got to go get it. You got, why? Because if you don't hunt, you don't eat. So here's the deal. If you hunt it in January and you got enough food for January, you don't get to chill February. You got to get up in February and go get enough food. For and so what a lot of us do, we aren't disciplined. Like we're not self-motivated. We're not self-regulated. We need outside people to push us. And that's not how the creator made us. He didn't make us for all, all the people to be over us. So here's what I told my wife. Sweetheart, if another human can tell you to get up and go to work and do what you're supposed to do, why can't you pretend like if you need another human, be, be, the, be the human. You be that human. If you need somebody to tell you you need to lose 100 pounds, be your own voice to tell yourself you need to. Don't go pay nobody $50,000 to lose weight when you can do it yourself. And I'm not saying don't get a person, but at some point you got to cut that person off. Why? Because if you don't have personal discipline, you'll never get to the next level. The next level is not something that's far away. Like Maul said, the next level is execution is not something that, you know, we do. It's something that we are. And most of us aren't disciplined. It's like you just go, like, you, you, you drink, so you just go, you, you can't tell yourself, you know what, I'm not mad that you drink, but you got to drink during the weekday? Like, you drinking in the morning? Before you go to work? You, he gone now. He's no longer with us. You drinking in the afternoon? You drinking at night? Like, I'm feeling you like to drink, but like all day, every day, the weekend, the weekday, and some of you, there are things you like, you have absolutely no control. You are like a slave to you. You were a slave to your personality. You were a slave to some of your vices. You were a slave to some of the things you like. You were a slave. You have absolutely no control. And what I'm telling you is the reason why we fast from time to time is not that we have to fast, but at some point you got to fast because you got to tell the flesh who's in control. I'm in control. You're not in control. I know you don't want to wake up. You don't have an option. Get up. We trying to eat. There's a certain lifestyle we want. You think I want to get up at 3 o'clock? I put up a video. Nikki, I don't know what happened. I miscommunicated with Nikki this morning. I'm supposed to do the videos at 3, or either I give them to Nikki, and then she'll do them. But some kind of way, I don't know. I don't know. I must have went to sleep, woke up. I didn't know what time it was. So I sent Nikki what I wanted to say, and I looked this morning. It was I sent it at 12 o'clock at night, midnight. I thought I sent it like 10, 30, 11. So when I got up, it was like 3-something our time. And I was like, shoot, I ain't put my video up. And I put the video up and I heard something in the back of my mind say, oh, it's okay, you're on vacation. I said, what? Oh, it's okay, they'll understand. I said, little man who getting up at three to read my stuff because he got somewhere to go, he don't know that I'm on vacation. He don't know that I'm here. That don't got nothing to do with his life. He don't know I'm in Mexico. I ain't posting no video. He don't have the slightest idea. He just know wherever he live in the world, at my three o'clock, he uses that stuff to do what he's supposed to do. And he's sitting there waiting. And an hour go by. He like, I guess he ain't posting today. Listen to me. It was, I was so late posting. I almost didn't want to post because I was embarrassed. I'm like, I'm about an hour and 50 minutes, two minutes off. I'm two hours off. God said, post it anyway. That's discipline. 
Well, I don't got to post no videos. I'm way past posting videos. Posting videos was something we did to blow up. We blew up. I don't got to post videos. I don't post videos to get motivated. I don't post videos to get inspired. I post videos to be disciplined. Get your butt up and post a video. Either you post it the night before to Nikki or and she does it, or will you get up at 3 o'clock and you do it. That's discipline. That's a certain time frame that I'm supposed to eat and certain things I'm supposed to eat and then not eat after a certain time. I'm making money. I can eat whatever I want, but I'm trying to discipline myself because there was a time I did not discipline myself. You are not where you want to be, not because you need any more gifts. You don't need nothing else. You need to discipline yourself. You need to learn to tell you no. You keep talking about everybody else you can't tell no. You can't tell you no. You can't tell you stop. You can't tell you quit. You can't tell you nothing. You got to get to a point where you're disciplined. And what separates the talented, if everybody's talented, if everybody's equally gifted, what separates us is discipline. My man, E.T., Eric Thomas saying it as it is discipline, success, and that's some of the biggest keys uh, to success, uh, discipline and consistency. Just watching the El Clasico yesterday, Real Madrid up against Barcelona made me also think and something I experienced over the weekend as well as uh, I'm a football coach, the assistant coach at uh, Vendor Football Academy. It's a NFD should I say a second division or first division? It's a first division uh, club in South Africa for anyone around the world. Uh, it's uh, just below the professional football uh, league in South Africa. And I'm the assistant coach to Johnny Ferreira uh, at Vendor Football Academy. And we had our own derby over the weekend uh, playing against TTM and uh, coming out victorious 3-1 in that match. And yeah, I also had to sit back and think about some key elements uh, for success and discipline and consistency is one of them that came up but then i looked a bit deeper and also just the el classico confirmed um, what i was uh, thinking about and feeling in my uh, heart that uh, yeah we can all talk about that but hey what about the club philosophy what about the club culture what about the club vision? What about the team's philosophy? If all these elements aren't there in football, then uh, in my opinion, it's a very, very dangerous uh, situation because then the culture of the club goes out of the window. The, the, the philosophy of how a team and a club wants to play and operate also is lost and uh, I'm glad to see FC Barcelona, the football club Barcelona, getting back to its roots, getting back to what it has always been known for and that is playing beautiful possession football and manipulating the ball, creating space, uh, pressing uh, the the way they open up defence, the way they keep the ball, the way they play possession, uh, positional football uh, has been great uh, to see what Sav is doing in the few months that he's been there and yeah as we continue the show before i close i just want to play some more uh, audio on some of the comments from the match last night and then uh, we get back to motivating and inspiring you 
you have to start to play. Yeah. They never started to play. So me asking them to keep playing, well, it's nonsense because they never were part of this game. There was only one team on the field, and it was from the very beginning. It was so surprising to see Real Madrid so stretched, so disconnected, desperate defending, so many turnovers coming out of the midfield, players with so much experience looking lost. You know what team they reminded me of? PSG. Wow. The last 30 minutes of PSG, that's what we saw for nearly 90 minutes from Real Madrid. What well, indictment that is on this Real mm-hmm. Madrid side. Also, com- during commentary, of course, we had Steve McManaman say the Real Madrid were looking so bad, he thinks he could have played for Barcelona what? and passed it around. And let's not forget, this is a man who turned 50, oh, yeah, 50 uh, this year. Let's get some more from Macca and Darkie, <laughs> shall we? Along with Alexis Nunes. I still Macca look 25, still, though. Still, <laughs> still look 25, John Still Thomas. fit as a fiddle, Macca. Of course, but and he's still playing. He's going to play for Liverpool. Playing Saturday. He is playing. Funny enough, against Barcelona oh, as well. Yeah. We're but you know week. what, Macca? Honestly, uh, as much as we rate you, it would have still been hard for you to help this Real Madrid oh, today. Oh, yes. The Real Madrid team were woeful today. And you don't want to have anything to do with it. I felt sorry for some of the substitutes coming on because you knew that there was nothing they could do yep. to lift this team, to get them back into the game. And they'll be remembered for being part of this performance because this was one of the worst performances I've seen in a long time. Forget the fact that it was in a classical, which is worse. It was awful. And, you know, everything that Ali's has been saying and the boys and yourself have been saying is probably true. You know... <laughs> the old, the old captain's there, Fernando Hierro. So they needed him as well. They needed him, yes. But I, I was, um, I was shocked really by the level of performance today because there was just no cohesiveness, no defending. Nobody wanted to win the ball back, and um, it could have been more. It could have been six or seven, and we still wouldn't have. We, we would have just accepted it. It was that bad today. Darky, you know, we spoke so much yesterday about Karim Benzema and whether they were going to miss him and if they had enough to, to win without him. Um, would he have made that much of a difference? Well, he'd have made a bit of a difference, but not, not any <laughs> real difference, I don't think. I mean, this was an absolute battering. Mm. I don't really know what Real Madrid were about, what they'd worked on in training with Modric. He looked lost probably for the first time in his career. Mm. They were all over the place from beginning to end of that game, and it really should have been about six or seven, and Aubameyang should have had a hat-trick um, you hope if you're a Real Madrid fan that that was a blip and maybe it's a wake-up call for them but there's a lot of worrying signs there when they've got to play Chelsea in the Champions League and then I mean we talk so much about this uh, Real Madrid midfield all the experience that it brings of course with the likes of uh, Tony Kroos and Luka Modric now but are they showing signs that Madrid might need to start planning without them Yes, I thought they were showing signs last year of this. They need to start to refresh the squad. They brought Kamavinga in, of course. They brought David Alaba in, but they need more. I think if they're going to go and be successful in European football, they're going to need a lot more than they've got. Four, five, six, seven signings. We know Mbappe is coming through the door, but Benzema's 34. Luka Modric is going to be 37 in September. Tony Kroos, Casemiro. You know, Nacho Carver, Hall have been around for a long, long time. So definitely, definitely, they need um, strengthening again. Maka, you've been in the Real Madrid dressing room. After a defeat like this, um, given the fact that you're league leaders, uh, you're also going up against a team, your rivals, that have struggled recent mm. times. So you'd think you'd have their, their card in your pocket. But what would they be thinking now? What's being well, they, said? They'll be... They'll be um, I don't think, think a lot will be said. I don't think a lot needs to be said. You'd be embarrassed if it was you personally involved in that performance. So you wouldn't need to be told how bad it was. You would know yourself and you would be almost scared to go out and see people you'd be scared to go to the shops because people will be looking down on you because of that performance yes they look as if they're going to win the league but 
there's more to it than winning the league. There's winning it with a bit of style, and there's winning it going down like that. Really weak and mild manner today, and it was um, a, you know, a real disappointment. I've seen some of the ex-players around, mm. and they were as shocked as me. It was a, it, it, This performance has just come out of nowhere, considering how they've been playing of late. Tarki, how does Ancelotti take this? Uh, badly, of course, but I mean, he's got to just regroup. He, he'll have had moments like this before in his career, but let's, in all of this big inquest about Real Madrid, let's talk about Barcelona as well. Yeah. That was a magnificent performance mm -hmm. from them. Even when they went 4-0 up, there was no easing off on the pedal. They were still looking for that clean sheet. They were determined to get that. They had fire in their eyes. They were still carving out chances, mm -hmm. and this was a good news day for Xavi. Whatever yeah, he's yeah. doing there... It's working. Not not just the performance, but the mentality of that team. You'd say, looking at that, they're favourites to, to walk away and win that Europa League for starters and finish second in La Liga. Yeah. Has this been Barcelona's best or most complete performance you've seen from them this season? Oh, this season, without a shadow of a doubt. I mean, it's it's been one of the most one-sided classical. I know they've won five, and when Jose took Madrid and they were beaten easily, but that was in the Camp Nou. The fact that they came here scored four, could have scored three, four more with chances missed and Courtois making saves. This was as comfortable and as one-sided uh, classical that I've, that I've seen because it was the away team who dominated today. And going into this one, you know, we were kind of questioning should Xavi and Barcelona dare to dream of top four and other European competitions. Is that something now, after what we've seen today, that should just be their reality? They deserve to be there? Well, I think that there's no question they're going to finish in the top four and be in the Champions League. You'd fancy them for the Europa League as well. And they've got you know good youngsters coming through yeah. like Nico Gonzalez who can't get in the team as yet. So... You know, Aubameyang's made a difference. He's given them a huge difference in, in dimension yeah. of attacking threat. Yeah. They didn't much look like scoring in the first Clasico. They always look like scoring yeah, with him they. today, with his movement. He's a danger man. He knows where chances are going to yeah. turn up, and he turns up in the same yeah, place. Yeah, he's a better centre-forward than Memphis Depay, who plays just off the left, and he's certainly higher quality than, than Luke de Jong. So with him there and the bench, you see the, the quality of the bench that came on today as well. The squad looks nice and, and big and bloated now with talent, doesn't it? And um, they'll certainly finish second. They're in much better form than Severe and Betis. And, and Gabby, and can't, Gabby can't get in the team. And he's, in the, he's, a, he's in the full Spain team, so as an example. Uh, what a night at the Santiago. Let us live happily then, not hating those who hate us. Among men who hate us, let us dwell free from hatred. Let us live happily then, free from greed among the greedy. Among men who are greedy, let us dwell free from greed. Let us live happily then, though we call nothing our own. We shall be like the bright gods, feeding on happiness. Victory breeds hatred, for the defeated is unhappy. He who has renounced both victory and defeat, he, the contented, is happy. There is no fire like passion. There is no losing throw like hatred. There is no pain like this body. There is no happiness greater than peace. Hunger is the worst of diseases. The body, 
the greatest of pains. If one knows this truly, that is nirvana, the highest happiness. Health is the greatest of gifts, contentedness the greatest wealth. Trust is the best of relationships, nirvana is the highest happiness. He who has tasted the sweetness of solitude and tranquility becomes free from fear and sin, soaking up the sweetness of the Dhamma. Great is the sight of the noble ones. Their company is ever happy. He who does not see the foolish may be ever happy. He who walks in the company of fools suffers a long way. Company with fools, as with foes, is ever painful. Therefore, one ought to follow the wise, the intelligent, the much-enduring, the dutiful, the noble ones. One ought to follow such good and wise men as the moon follows the path of the star. iHeartRadio now combines your favorite radio stations plus your on-demand music collection all in one app. iHeartRadio All Access now allows you to take your music collection offline to listen anywhere without a connection or using data. From the My Music Pivot, tap on a playlist you want to take offline. Toggle to offline. Indicators will fill in seconds, showing when your tracks and playlists are available offline. Radio plus unlimited music all in one app. That's it for me, yours, Rowan Hendrix, as I close the show. Hope you enjoyed it with me this morning. The football highlights, many of the comments uh, that I could share with you from the El Clasico last night uh, that happened between Real Madrid and Football Club Barcelona. Remembering the life of Tamsin Lee Maker as well as I close the show with a song from Blackbird. Enjoy, take care, have a great Monday. As I say, it's the 21st of March 2022. Take care, be great out there. Much love. Cheers. You understand me like nobody can, and with you always feels like home. From the bottom of my heart, I guess I'm hoping that you stay. I know we've had our ups and downs, but we can find our way. I don't want to wonder where you are and dream about what could have been. When by my side is where you belong. Townsend Lee Maker, a singer, musician, part of the Blackbird uh, 
music group in South Africa having passed away last week. Uh, Taron Lamb singing right now. And yeah, they've been a girl group. And uh, she sadly passed away last week. And uh, we're listening to the voice of Taron Lamb right now. But also in the background, remembering Tamsin Lee Maker for being part of the group. Take care. If you are suffering from depression or if you just want to speak and you need to reach out, please don't hesitate. Contact me on my social media platforms and uh, we can also chat about what you need to just let out. And uh, if we need to get help, then we do that. So don't keep it inside. Let it out. Life is too beautiful to just give up on. Stay.